Welcome to Middle Age Can Be Your Best Age, the show designed to help make middle age your prime time of life by defying the notion that once you reach 40, 50, or even 60 years old, your crowning achievements are all behind you. Regardless of whether you're just approaching 40 or are firmly entrenched in your middle years, it's time to launch your very own personal journey toward a joyful and purpose-filled second half of life. Each week, host Roy Richards, an expert on midlife renewal and author of A Midlife Challenge, Wake Up, will discuss the challenges common to middle age and help guide you to a brighter tomorrow. Now, here's Roy. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to this week's edition of Middle Age Can Be Your Best Age. Now, I'll direct my first question of the day, of the day to you moms. But heck, the question applies to you dads also. In fact, to anyone at middle age, parent or not. Lots of us in our 40s, even early 50s, still have grade school kids, pre-teens or teenagers at home, and we're well aware that parenting doesn't get any easier just because their offspring no longer are toddlers. And here's the question. Moms, are you always, are you always so busy with endless chores, parenting your children, overwhelmed with to-do lists, and if you're a working mom, eight or more hours on the job each day so that you're totally burned out at the end of the day, do you tend to put husband, kids, and the job first, pretty much ignoring your dreams and passions in order to take care of and please everyone else? Are you okay with the fact that you are essentially have given up on your dreams and aspirations, those that you had in your teens and early 20s, and you're resigned to that sad old saying, life happens. <laughs> well, my next guest, successful children's author Rosie J. Pova, is here to tell you why you don't have to abandon your dreams. And she contends with the right strategy, you can still make time to redefine and pursue your goals. And she's here to suggest how. And here is Rosie Pova's impressive biography, She's a prolific children's writer, wife, and mother of three. Among her popular children's titles are Sarah's Song, If I Were You, Haley Queen, Pranking Makes Perfect, The Alien Encounter, and a new book scheduled for release this fall, Sunday Rain. And Rosie is originally from Bulgaria, but now lives in Texas with her husband and kids. She writes primarily for kids of all ages, but also writes poetry and her poems have appeared in several literary magazines. And uh, she's also a writing instructor in the Dallas, Texas Independent School District and performs frequent elementary school visits to inspire kids' reading, storytelling, writing, and creativity. And hello, Rosie Pova. It's a hearty welcome to Middle Age Can Be Your Best Age. Uh, thank you. I'm happy to be here. Thank you for inviting me, Roy. Yeah, and uh, let's begin with your own personal story. On your website, you reveal that although you wrote essays, short stories, uh, and, and in Bulgarian and French as a young girl, as you uh, grown as a grown up, your writing gave way to family, jobs, and just life, as you put it. Sounds familiar, doesn't it, to a lot of moms and dads? What happened back in 2004 that inspired you to revisit your love for writing? only a few years after becoming a mom. Was it one single experience or a series of events that got your creative juices flowing again? Uh, yeah, back in uh, 2004, um, I had only started reading uh, picture books to my young daughter, and 
um, I rekindled my love for uh, reading and writing, and those books were beautiful. I just wanted to write them myself. Um, and also, yeah. Um, you had... yourself, you know, I can write books. <laughs> 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 yes, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, you start that way, yeah, you think it's easy, and then you realize it really not that easy, especially for someone whose language, uh, English is not a, a native language, yeah. um, and for me, English was fourth language, so I had a lot to learn, um, for sure, but um, it was it was a passion of mine, and someone had suggested, why don't you write children's books on top of that, and then once I got that bug in my head, I just couldn't couldn't stop thinking about it and started writing. You know, on the surface of it, like you say, it seemed like it'd be so simple because you're writing to like six-year-olds or whatever. But when, if you look at your books, they all have a message for the, the kids, which uh, really makes them stand out. And uh, but uh, you offer, you give us ten tips on following our passions without giving up. We don't have time to discuss all ten in detail, but can you please describe some of the most important tips that you have? Uh, yes, absolutely. Um, I'd be happy to share my experience and the tips. Um, and I would be talking specifically to moms because um, I can relate, uh, you know, the most. Um, and here's the first thing I want moms to realize, um, you know, and think about it. Because as loving moms who uh, want the best for our kids, we encourage them to pursue their goals and passions, uh, right? But um, do we model this behavior to them? And consider this also, um, what message does it send when moms always take sacrifices for everyone in the family and ignore their own dreams? Yeah, and you're setting what, an example for your daughter or for your son, for that matter, by what uh, you're seeking to accomplish later in life and as you pass through adulthood. And if you're not seeking something, they they won't be motivated to do the same when they get older, I would think. Exactly, yeah. What better way to to, to teach them um, what to reach for in life than, you know, just to model that and show them what it looks like? Um, because actions, as you know, speak louder than words. Yeah. And here are some specific tips that um, not only will help you follow the passions and dreams that you have in life, but also uh, being an even better parent uh, for yeah. that same reason. Um, well, first of all, commit to your dream. Just work on your mindset so that you envision your dream and believe it is possible. That's really the very first step. Or, yeah, if you don't uh, have dreams, you're not likely to accomplish them. Exactly, yeah. You'll, you'll do self-sabotaging along the Okay, and all of your efforts would not produce any results, right, if you don't yeah. believe in, in what you're doing. Yeah. Um, so really start believing in that. And yeah. then be in charge. Uh, take personal responsibility so you don't blame anyone else for your actions or lack thereof and the outcome that, um, you know, comes out of that um, because you do have choices and you get to decide. Yeah. And Another tip is focus on the things that you can control. Just forget the things that go wrong. Yeah. All because that will give you a sense of empowerment. Um, here's a big one coming up, um, and I went through that myself. Cut TV time and use that time to work on your goals. You'd be yeah. surprised <laughs> how much free time you find all of a sudden. Yeah, um, so. Yeah. 
Yes. Watching the um, news programs now with all this crap going on with this, this impeachment and all this other negative stuff. Yeah. <laughs> there are certainly better things to be doing yeah, than that. Yeah. There's always a show you need to see, right? And the morning show, the the afternoon show. The, and, it, and it adds up, really. That's precious time. Um, and then also um, break down your goals into small, doable steps. Oh, so yeah. that way it doesn't feel overwhelming and not, you know, doing this huge thing, but rather you're doing little steps. And um, the last one I'll share here is um, put it on your schedule. Really take, adopt the, the no excuses approach to taking three to five actions uh, consistently and it will add up. And it doesn't mean that, you know, in following your dream you become a sloppy parent. You just need to rearrange your routine to make necessary changes yeah, so that the plan works. You make that yeah. a, your time away from uh, your responsibilities just as much a part of your schedule as uh, doing the dishes or whatever. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, and just it's rearranging the little things. You'll see the changes um, right If you do of your child to a play date, well, use that time to work on your goals and dreams instead and then do the shopping after you pick them up. Or, you know, if you do laundry while they're napping, maybe you can do laundry in the evening when it doesn't require so much focus and um, energy to be productive. But really, get through. (laughs) Well, after what uh, may have been several years of ignoring our dreams, what's the best way uh, for a mom to get uh, started uh, working on the dreams and pursuing the goals again. How do you uh, shake off the dust, in other words, and get started on that? Uh, yeah, well, get started uh, with those little changes that you're going to make in your schedule and yeah. really taking it uh, seriously with, with respect to your time and to yourself and, um, you know, staying motivated, really. That's, that's a commitment to yourself. Well, I bet a lot of moms get enthusiastic over setting and pursuing long-term goals only to abandon the efforts after one or two um, or maybe multiple setbacks. We all experience them. Can you suggest how to stay motivated and to get back on track after these setbacks? Uh, Yes, certainly. Those are inevitable. But um, uh, first of all, find a support group of other moms who are also working toward their goals and who will will also be there for you. Yeah, it's so important that that you make yourself responsible to the support group, uh, telling them that uh, you have such and such an objective, and if you don't meet it, explain why. Yes, and they will. Yeah, they will offer support. And in my case, this was my critique group when I start uh, started writing, um, because they understood the sting of rejections and they offered support when I most needed it. Um, and that's huge. And um, another tip is just, um, um, and it might sound, sound weird, but view setbacks as opportunities and learn to embrace them and be thankful for them. It's all mindset, and you do learn so much from setbacks. You know, the growth and expansion, refocusing would not be possible without setbacks. And yeah, the third yeah. helpful thing <laughs> is just keep a journal of your progress and celebrate every little victory along the way because this will help you stay motivated and keep you going. 
Well, as you resolve to dream and visualize a brighter future, you'll need to set aside some private time so you won't be harassed by child, teenage, and hubby demands. Is it possible to isolate yourself daily or at least uh, three times a week uh, from your husband and kids for private dream time? Uh, What, if any, rules should you attempt to impose on family members to prevent or at least minimize interruptions? Yes, it is very possible. And that private dream time, as you call it, can be while the kids are um, after-school activities, sports, play dates. And with younger kids during nap time, like I said, or after the kids are in bed or before they wake up in the morning, maybe while they're doing homework or watching TV. Uh, When I was uh, super busy with three small kids back in the day and with a very demanding family plumbing business, um, I wrote at 5 a.m. in the morning before cool. anyone else woke up. Uh, I'd go to bed right after I tucked the kids in, and so that way I could, you know, wake up early and right. work on my goals. Um, sometimes I wrote in the car while I was parked in front of the school waiting to pick up the kids. And as for the rules, just talk to your kids and explain um, that you're working towards something and why it is important to you and that you need and appreciate their support and respect. And they will get it, um, you know, maybe not right away. And just do expect interruptions, uh, no question about it. But if you don't, if you don't give in, Kevin, you know, um, they will um, understand and you will earn their respect um, and support. And, um, yeah, they, if, you know, I go by this. If they're fed and they're safe, it's all good. And everything else can probably wait 30 minutes or so. And sometimes they'll interrupt with the most random things, right? But um, if you are consistent and reminding them that this is your private time and you're yeah. working on something important, um, they will yeah, get it. Yeah, give in every time they interrupt you. Like, I know. They have because, to be consistent. They you know, what right happens right. is, yeah, oftentimes uh, when you're working from home, kids just assume that it's not like real work and that they can, um, you know, have your t- attention at any moment uh, for anything that comes to mind. But, like I said, they'll get it eventually and be proud of you for following your dreams. Well, where is the best location? Uh, is it inside or outside your home? Some people, I guess, go to the library or whatever. Or do you have a place in your house you can go where uh, it's best to get away from the hustle and bustle? Yes, yes. Um, if if you ha- if you focus on that, I'm sure you'll find what works best for you and your yeah. family. Or the mm-hmm. car, like you said. <laughs> Although I don't think I'd want to sit out in the car in an Iowa winter. <laughs> yeah, well, Writing. if I have to wait for 25 minutes, you know, I have my notebook, why not write? And well, I did great. do that, so it was very productive time. <laughs> well, here's a, a touchy thing. How do you, uh, how can a listener as a wife and mom communicate to her spouse and kids that she plans to take periodic time out to refocus on her own dreams? How can she inform them of this without sounding threatening, like maybe you're going to dump them and go your own way? (laughs) Right. Uh, Yes. Well, that conversation should not sound uh, threatening at all. And it's really a matter of being respectful to the other person and what makes them happy and fulfilled. 
Because doing what you love energizes you, gives you a sense of satisfaction, and makes you feel like you're worthy of happiness in all aspects of your life. Plus, you'll be more joyous and relaxed, which certainly benefits the whole family, uh, right? So um, your spouse should be supportive of that. Um, He might even, you know, help you by picking up an extra chore or two uh, to uh, free up some time for you so you can work on your goals. Just communicate your aspirations and come up with a plan and maybe... um, you, if you can afford it, even hire, you know, some help or, you know, babysitter or house uh, help. So well, in other words, including get... mothers can accomplish the dream in a vacuum. Uh, how soon and to what extent do you include your spouse in pursuit of your goals? And what about your kids? When do they become involved? I mean, uh, is it necessary really to spend a lot of uh, spousal time together to make sure that our dreams are in <laughs> coordinate with each other? Yeah, well, it's never too soon uh, to have that discussion. Uh, Like I said, hubby should be aware of your aspirations and goals and uh, be on on board with uh, the planning for the future. Um, He needs to know really what mom is working on or working toward and uh, so he can be supportive and not wonder what his wife is <laughs> doing or what's going on or his wife all of a sudden. Um, he he might be more willing to pitch in really with housework and watching the kids, knowing that mom is so much happier when she took the time to pursue her dreams. Yeah, and, again, and I bet that starts showing pretty soon, that <laughs> happiness, once you start really taking time for yourself and start basically loving yourself and what you're doing in life you're going to be happier and, and more loving to others. It just works that way every time. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, you got it. So, yeah, the kids will get it. The, the spouse will get it. They see you happy, you know, joyous, just more fulfilled, and uh, it, it, it's all good. Um, you're working toward a goal that is important to you. Um, you have ambitions. They will see you as, as a person who, you know, who who really – uh, is persistent um, in, in achieving her goals, and really they'll, they'll be proud of you. Well, we often hear about the benefits of visualization where we imagine in exhaustive detail what our lives will be like after we accomplish a goal or transition, even before the final results are in. From your experience, does visualization really work to help you define goals and accomplish them? Did you use that in your uh, uh, procedure when you you uh, decided to go back into writing. Uh, yes, it has worked for me, um, and um, not just visualization. I I do um, a lot of lists of, of steps that I want to take. That way, oh. I'm uh, always on track, and oh. um, I always work toward accomplishing that. And it really, when I put it down on paper, that list gets done. <laughs> so uh, visualizing, yeah, yeah. Just, just believing in that goal and, and wanting it to be passionately. Well, let's talk a little bit about your books. Unlike most guests, you don't write books in, uh, directly for us, but for our kids and grandkids, depending on our age. What ages do you target? I guess you write uh, different books for different age groups. Yes, I do. Um, I have several picture books um, that are for ages 4 to 8. I also have a middle grade novel for ages 8 to 12. Yeah, I noticed that, that, that you had different ages. What I especially liked about your books, 
They give children valuable lessons, which hopefully stays with them and guides them as they grow older. For example, what uh, bonding lesson uh, do you give to both parent and child when a mom reads, if I weren't with you for her young son or daughter? I, I love that. It's a mama bear and the baby bear. Uh, yes, I try not to be didactic in my books and preachy, but um, yes, they do open. If I went with you, um, opens up a conversation about safety and security, and um, really mother's love and um, and the bonding between the two. Um, and it's been compared to guess how much I love you uh, and the runaway bunny, which is a huge compliment to me. <laughs> Well, I understand you have a new children's book coming out later this year, Sunday Rain. Tell us a little about this book and uh, the message you'll be sharing with your young readers in, in Sunday Rain. Yes, I'm very excited about that book. I can't wait to share with with the world. Uh, Sunday Rain is a story that celebrates imagination, the love of books, and new friendships. Um, and yeah, so I a shy uh, new boy moves into the neighborhood and they play in puddles after a Sunday rainstorm. And I like when the new boy discovers the new friendships are like a new book. You just plunge into the adventure. I like that. <laughs> yes. <laughs> He's really shy, like, you know, some kids are, and uh, he didn't have any friends because he was new to the neighborhood, but yeah. uh, the imagination and the books helped him um, make that connection and find new friends. That's a good message, both for the new kid in the neighborhood and for the existing kids in the neighborhood, because uh, exactly, you know, they yes, open their circle up and they let some fascinating people in and uh, have a great time. <laughs> when do you anticipate Sunday Rain will be available for purchase? Uh, Sunday Rain is currently available for pre-orders. Oh. Um, it's already on Amazon, but uh, the official release date is September first. Oh, so we have to wait a little while. <laughs> yes. Where's the best place for our listeners to uh, preview and purchase all your books? I guess they're available on Amazon. Is that the best place to go? Or Yes, all books available on Amazon or directly from the publisher. Um, like I said, Sunday Rain can be pre-ordered and um in celebration of its release, I'm actually uh, going to offer promo gifts um with Amazon pre-orders to the first 20 people who um, order the book and send me a, a screenshot of the confirmation uh, for okay. this show. So. so where would they send that? Uh, my, they can visit me on my website, which is rosiejpova.com. There's a contact form there, and they can easily reach out um, oh, and see. find yeah. me. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's R-O-S-I-E-J-P-O-V-A.com. Just for anyone that doesn't know how to spell that. But, uh, well, I understand you routinely visit elementary schools to inspire young kids. What are these visits like, and what can the young student expect? I that was yes, bad. I love doing school visits. Um, it's really my readers and uh, sharing my, my story and hopefully being um, offering inspiration Um through my journey as an immigrant here from Bulgaria, through my writing um, and uh, publishing experience, um, my I try to make my presentations uh, fun, educational, and inspirational, like I said. So um, any teachers or librarians out there who would like to invite me um, 
to the, to their school, I'd be happy to visit. Again, my website is the best uh, place to find all the descriptions, different programs that I offer, and what to expect. Uh, RosieJPova.com. Last well, name is spelled is your geographic territory? Do you just visit basically Greater Dallas, or could a school librarian or a teacher in Madison, Wisconsin, arrange a visit? How broad do you travel? <laughs> I, 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 I could travel um, all across the country. That, oh, that is not, and, and Canada, yes, that is not a problem. <laughs> oh, okay, no, I, would, I, I didn't want to encourage people to get excited if you only uh, you know, went to North Texas, but if you can get around to other places. No, no, it's nationwide. Um, they're welcome to invite me. I'd be happy to, to visit any school uh, within the United States and Canada, like I said. And if they want to learn more, they go to rosiejpova.com. Well, in conclusion, so many of us at middle age are simply plodding through life without real purpose. In my book, I call it sleepwalking through life. Worse yet, we may be stressed out because of all our daily demands, and the, but the stress really is from not getting anywhere and not uh, having any plans for the future. And a favorite uh, refrain for those stuck on neutral is, if only, awaiting some wonderful external event which probably never will happen or if it does will be replaced by another if only it's always uh, great to spend a lot of time making excuses for not uh, living out the life of your dreams even worse a lot of us don't even have the foggiest notion of what our dream life would entail or what we're capable of doing and those in our 50s tell ourselves well things will be better in retirement uh, but they won't be unless we take time out now to plan what that retirement looks like. And um, you need to map out your old ideal future both before and after retirement. And uh, I trust you will not consider retirement from your job to be retirement from life. And uh, I highly recommend you take Rosie Pova's advice and begin contemplating how you will follow your own dreams and live out your destiny, fall in love with yourself, and you'll love other people like you love yourself. That's the way it works. And Rosie's own decision 15 years ago to pursue her writing career is an excellent example of what you can accomplish by pursuing your dreams. And thank you so much, Rosie Bova, for joining us today, and we look forward to that Sunday rain. Thank you, Rob. It was a pleasure talking to you. Best of success in all that you do, and, and I definitely would highly recommend if uh, you're a teacher or a school librarian and would like uh, someone to really come out and inspire your kids that you uh, go to Rosie's website and uh, check out her school visits because they sound like they really would be fascinating for the young kids. Thanks so much, Rosie, and uh, best of success in all you do. Thanks again. Take care. <laughs> Bye for now. Wow, Rosie makes so much sense. And to follow up and build upon Rosie Popa's inspiring message to you moms, in fact, to every one of us at middle age, that it's essential to take periodic times out from our hectic career, parenting, and household chores to make room for our dreams. Well, I'm going to talk about the most important ingredient uh, to imagining and then building a life of your dreams, and here it is, the most important ingredient. Without question, the most essential ingredient for any positive dream building is the mental vision of you firmly in control. 
the future of your dreams cannot be solely dependent upon someone else, upon chance, or on a, upon a favorable external event, like picking a winning Powerball number or the death of a rich uncle who unexpectedly names you as primary heir. Knowing your dreams for a hopeful, highly fulfilling future, you and you alone, preferably with guidance from God, significant others, and perhaps one or more astute financial advisors are primarily responsible for determining how, when, where, and with whom you will spend the rest of your life and enjoying living every minute of it. Of course, it's okay to welcome good fortune that comes your way. I wouldn't mind winning the lottery, would you? Uh, who wouldn't? But in uh, planning uh, for your dreams, you cannot depend upon it because it's too uncertain. Furthermore, uh, what success that's appreciated most is success that you've earned, not something that you're freely given. I think we could all agree on that. So would you prefer to dedicate your time, talents, energy, and resources going forward to starting up or managing a business, protecting the environment, serving as a CEO or CFO of your present company or a new company, uh, mentoring disadvantaged youth, running for political office, or writing a novel? Would you prefer, um, would you rather party with friends or walk alone in the woods? Would you prefer to travel to exotic destinations or to just kick back on the porch of your dream lakeside cottage? Would you prefer to continue in your present career track uh, with your present uh, employer or uh, launch an entirely different venture? Will you retire early? If so, how will you fill your time? Will you take up a new sport or hobby? Will you return to school online or in person to explore new horizons, learn new skills, or build upon your current skills? And how much time, money, and energy will you contribute to various religious or charitable causes? And how, uh, how will you utilize your knowledge and skills to serve the needs of others and have a great time doing it? You know, we really aren't going to be happy and successful in life if we're only serving ourselves, are we? And all these decisions will be yours alone, but here's the second key to success. You will need to sustain your positive self-image, fulfilling your destiny and living life uh, joyfully, full out, regardless of temporary setbacks, failures, or disappointments, because we all are going to have them, aren't we? <laughs> Once you uh, have firmly in mind who you are, how best you intend to serve others, what your talents are, and where you want to end up, you can face up to and overcome any obstacle. You will learn from past mistakes, but you will never let failings uh, in the past impact your positive self-affirming image or your belief in the future. Now, let's say without warning you lose your present job, a position you relish, one that fits professionally, financially, and emotionally, uh, precisely where you want to be at this point in life, and perhaps the job loss was through no fault of your own, your employer was taken over, that happened to me one time, uh, or you made a decision, uh, or they made a decision to eliminate the product uh, you're working on, or the division you're working in, and uh, uh, which, uh, which choice will you make if you lose your job? Give up on your dreams, assume all is lost, 
and live the rest of your life in bitterness, maybe just a, a, a job but not the job of your dreams, or uh, two, will you sustain your prior vision of a successful, self-confident individual certain that you will land in your feet by developing a comprehensive action plan and following through uh, of the, on your next steps, job search, entrepreneur, entrepreneurial startup, or early retirement, whatever those chosen next steps might be. You know, successful women and men always figure out who they are and where they are headed uh, so they spring back from adversity and they bring loved ones and close friends along emotionally. Uh, it's very different families who uh, the breadwinner loses a job and has no idea what to do next and a person who has a firm objective in mind. The whole family will uh, face that positively and face it together uh, along the way. And the key is to retain the self-confident vision of who you are, what you bring to the table, and the nature of the opportunity that you're looking for, uh, so that you most certainly will take steps up front to preserve your assets. Then you'll launch a comprehensive transition plan, uh, not a panic job search, but a transition plan with you in charge. Uh, throughout transition, job search, or new business financing, startup financing, you will project a positive image of someone who knows what they want and is fully capable of bringing value to your enterprise, also of bringing others along uh, to a positive conclusion. And what kind of legacy would you most like to la uh, leave for future generations? The bottom line for success at every turn, you simply must remain CEO of you. After all, who else is better qualified for the role? <laughs> I'm not about to turn that role over uh, for myself, and I'm sure you're not either. <laughs> if you're married and have kids, they certainly are on your board of directors, as are your bosses on the job. But that doesn't mean and that you have to give in. You're still the one in charge and have to make that decision. Never forfeit the responsibility as the one person in charge of your personal welfare and happiness. Never let someone else or immediate circumstances take control of your life and want some help in taking charge. How about a comprehensive roadmap to a joyful, prosperous, and purposeful second half of life? May I recommend my first book, A Midlife Challenge, Wake Up, by Roy C. Richards. You'll find it on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, or through our website, middleagerenewal.com. My book contains 18 chapters packed uh, uh, through with advice, including 23 self-help exercises, and in the final chapter, a comprehensive pre-launch checklist to begin your journey to a joyful, in-control life. And after all, you have nothing to lose but stress and frustration, uh, which none of us needs in our lives. And very soon now, I expect to welcome you and yours into the ever-expanding congregation of blissful, committed, and successful midlife winners. Hope that the scription quits. If not now, it soon will. And best of success on the journey. 
Bye for now. You've been listening to Middle Age Can Be Your Best Age, hosted by Roy Richards, an expert on midlife renewal and author of both A Midlife Challenge, Wake Up, and Wake Up, Captain and Crew, Restart Your Engines. You can learn more about Roy and his Middle Age Renewal Training System by visiting his website, middleagerenewal.com. 